Do you ever wonder how great leaders in the community make things happen? When they encounter new unexpected challenges like a pandemic, how do they continue to successfully make an impact? Welcome to That Sounds Terrific, the podcast that connects you with these amazing people. Get insights on what they do to meet their goals. Find out how you can help them in their mission and learn their methods so you can be more successful at what you do. Welcome to That Sounds Terrific with host Nick Koziel. Hello, everybody, and welcome to That Sounds Terrific. Joining me today are Kelly Glosser, who is the Senior Learning and Development Specialist for Independent Health and the Rising Stars Chair. I would also like to welcome Lauren Olowski, who is the Senior Development Manager for the Cystic Fibrosis Foundation and the staff member in charge of this terrific program. Uh, Welcome, both of you, to the show. Thanks for being here. Thanks for having us. Yeah, I'm excited. This is my first dual guest show, so... I expect a few hiccups, but I'm so glad that it's Kelly and Lauren because I know they'll be so kind. Um, So again, welcome to the show. I'm really excited to hear more about CFF and the Rising Stars program. Um, And our listeners might not be aware of what cystic fibrosis is and what your foundation does. Can you guys give us uh, an overview? Absolutely, Nick. So thank you so much for having us. We're excited to be here and, and of course to share more about the Cystic Fibrosis Foundation and specifically our wonderful Rising Stars program. So happy to be here with with Kelly today. But CF is really, you know, it's a genetic disease that impacts about 30,000 Americans. Um, It's the buildup of mucus in one's lungs that can ultimately impact um, the digestive tract as well as reproductive organs as well. So, um, you know, I like to think that we've come long, um, you know, a long journey with cystic fibrosis, and we've had tremendous milestones along the way. Um, And, you know, now the median age of survival is, you know, 47, and people are really um, leading full and productive lives due to the drug and research developments that we've have found to be successful um, in the treatment of our CF fighters. Um, But really, our job is not done until we cure all people with CF. Um, And so that's kind of where our mind is at and our goal process. And it's through, you know, curing individuals with cystic fibrosis and really providing them um, the opportunity to lead full and productive lives as well through partnering with our CF community um, and really also, you know, making sure that we give them the most highly, you know, accessible um, specialty care as well. So, you know, really, it's been an exciting miles, you know, a year, I should say, for our, our foundation. In 2019, Trikafta was approved, um, and that is a drug therapy combination that ultimately impacts about 90% of our CF population. It's not a cure for all individuals, and that's why we're really still on task with making sure we can find treatment for all of our CF fighters. Um, but it's just incredible to be part of such a wonderful organization that is really making great strides to improve the lives of those living with CF. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it is an exciting time. I remember you telling me um, about some of these uh, medications and treatment programs that have been very helpful and mm-hmm. learning more when, during like my rising um, SARS experience. So um, I will ask like, you know, you took over the program a couple of years ago, inherited it. Um, what were some of the things that, you know, how did you get it started? And what were some of the bright spots? What were some of the things you immediately kind of did to make an impact? Right. No, that's a really great point. It's been an incredible journey with the Rising Stars program the past three years. Um, and I know Kelly is going to share a lot about, about a lot about her journey as well. Um, but it's one of the things that I find to be really remarkable about the success of the program in the past three years is just 
this overall sense of community that community that we've created. It's been wonderful to have young professionals quote unquote walk through our doors and be part of the program and really give them something, something to wrap their arms around, like allow them to either build or enhance upon their volunteer leadership journey with our organization. Um, and in turn, we've found that we've created volunteers for life in a sense, like having them be able to champion with us and to be the feet on the grounds in some ways and help us create awareness for this disease is remarkable. Um, and it's been really great just to see the overall awareness that's been created in the past three years. And, you know, one thing that I can share that we're really proud of is in 2019, we had a banner year. We celebrated 10 years of the program grossed over $99,000, which was the highest, you know, revenue end goal for the program in all 10 years, like an incredible milestone. And then in 2020, you know, despite the pandemic, we were like, we're still going to host this program. So we, we pivoted and we innovated with courage and we put the campaign on in the virtual space. And it was incredibly um, successful. And, you know, Kelly, I'll kind of share the mic with you and see if you want to kind of like, you know, jump in on that and kind of share the success of 2020 as well. Yeah, you know, I think 2020 obviously was an interesting year for all, but we really were faced with quite a challenge moving everything virtually as so many organizations have been. But I really think for 2020, we were introduced to really inspiring leaders that wanted to still make a difference virtually. And I give our hats off to them. It was such an incredible learning experience, I think, for Lauren and I as well to learn from these inspiring leaders. And I think I'm just so proud of the, the network of young professionals that has really been solidified even more so this year somehow. I mean, we are so happily... I think just thrilled with how everything has gone. And I really think a lot of that is to credit, you know, how Lauren has built up this program over the past few years. It's really become a, a solid group of young professionals that people aspire to be a part of. So Lauren, I mean, you've done a fantastic job. And couldn't do it without you, Kelly. I appreciate your leadership and um, just your overall um, cheerleading spirit to keep us going. <laughs> Don't bring up my cheerleading days, Lauren. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have some memories of those too. Um, <laughs> not your cheerleading days, but uh, my own. Um, so I, you guys are both like educators too. And that's one of the things that I like about the program is it, it's, it is networking, but it's also spreading the word about like, you know, what CF is and not only that, but also building up leadership skills. Mm -hmm. um, I'm sure there's a lot of different reasons that, you know, uh, you guys join the cause, but Kelly, like, you're, you know, you're the Rising Stars Committee Chair. What made you decide to volunteer and then also to kind of lead and spearhead this program? Uh, yeah, you know, that's a really interesting question because I think what surprises a lot of people when I tell them about my involvement with the program is that I don't have a direct tie to cystic fibrosis. Mm -hmm. I really was introduced to the program because the organization I work for, Independent Health, has su supported the CF Foundation Western New York for years. And I heard about it through that involvement. And then I was introduced to Lauren and, you know, her passion obviously really intrigued me. And you know, um, as a young professional myself, I was trying to find ways to really make a difference in Western New York. Um, of course, the Rising Stars program does have a professional development track, but I think what was so amazing to see is that you really are able to visibly see the difference that you make. And I do, you know, leadership development in my role at Independent Health, but I felt like an element for me personally that was missing was the volunteer leadership pillar, right? I, I think that is such 
uh, you know, a thing that's overlooked um, that a lot of people don't realize when you're developing yourself as a leader, it's about giving back and serving others. So to me, I really wanted to make sure that I was uh, expanding my volunteer leadership skills. And then it really just, it felt like home, I think, uh, giving back to the Rising Stars uh, program. I was a part of that 2019 class that Lauren was just talking about that had such a, a banner year. And I think what was so great was just being able to, you know, meet doctors that help, you know, with our CF fighters to really, you know, visibly see the families that are so thankful for the, the fundraising efforts and just helping to spread awareness around CF. Because, you know, the first question you asked, Nick, is a lot of people don't know about CF. Let's talk about it. That was me. And now I feel so strongly tied to this organization. And I think Lauren touched on this, too, that you know, I want to be a part of this foundation until we find that cure and then after. So I think it's just been uh, an excellent way to network with others, give back to our community and visibly see the impact that you're making. That's awesome. And, and you know, I often say like, if I can just get someone in front of Lauren, then they're hooked. Because <laughs> yeah. she's got this like magnetic personality and she can get anybody excited about everything. So, um, I, I will act- run a marathon for this girl. <laughs> yeah. I don't think she realizes how much power she really has. So she's just, you got to be careful, you know, with great power comes great responsibility. Right. <laughs> Thank so. I appreciate the compliments, but I, you know, to Kelly's point, like when I'm really passionate about an initiative or a campaign or what have you, or even the mission of our organization, I want to bring as many people into the fold as possible and allow them to to feel that same energy and passion and, um, you know, just create the space for them to, to learn, you know, Nikki touched upon educating. Like, I feel like I'm an educator every day and I love being able to share the mission and values of the organization, um, with individuals in this local community. So I feel very fortunate, um, to have, you know, to be able to be part of this great work. So I think the listeners see what I mean. Like it's that genuineness that really kind of ropes you in. And um, yeah, you are educating. And what I love about it is you're also being educated and you guys totally see that too. Like with the, all the people that surround you, you're learning from them as well. Um, and, and we spoke about leadership. Um, I'd love to hear like what you both feel a leader is. Um, you know, so what's your definition of a, of a great leader? Yeah, I think that's a really great question. You know, I'll share and then Kelly, I'll, I'll pass the mic to you to share a little bit too. But for me, great leaders really set an example. And I think they motivate themselves, but they also motivate individuals within their network and their support systems to ultimately make a difference. I mean, you know, we talk about, you know, every year, who are we going to bring into the fold for the Rising Stars program, right? And we really look to strong leaders in our local community that really want to make a difference, but, you know, they are full of character and, you know, they have that genuine spirit of giving. Um, and that's something that's super important to us when we're identifying some key leaders, you know, to be part of that Rising Stars program. But that's kind of, when I look at a great leader, what I would embody with, and those are kind of the sentiments that most resonate with me, I would say. What about you, Kelly? Yeah, Lauren, that was an amazing take on it. And I, I fully support that. And, you know, when we were talking about this a little bit, um, and I think I mentioned this too in the last question is that I think a leader truly does serve the needs of others. And that's what we're looking for. We're looking for a, a positive influencer that is really looking to serve our community, but also empower others to help make that impact and to 
really make sure that they are, you know, performing to the best of their abilities and saying, hey, you know, we can make a difference here. Let's, you know, completely, you know, get in the driver's seat and go 100 miles an hour. And I think what's interesting about this year is that we we saw people do that, Lauren. And, and I think we really saw leaders feel safe enough to throw creative ideas out there to say, you know what, we're in this for other people, not for ourselves. It may be a little bit inconvenient for us to do this, you know, you know, over Zoom sometimes, but we're doing this for others. And I, I was really, I think, incredible to see them really embrace this. So I, I think the, the 2020 rising stars that we had this year, of course, every program has this, but 2020, I was just so proud of the way that they were faced with adversity and said, you know what, let's keep rocking. Right. Yeah. I mean, change is, is difficult anytime and, and be kind of like you're put in this position where you have to change. Um, you have to scramble, but yeah. being like the way that both of you were and, and listening to the different ideas and implementing things and going on the fly and working together. Um, I think it just united people and I can see that it united your program even more. Um, you know, nobody wants to go through a pandemic to do that, but at least there was some positive things that kind of happened. Um, you found out what different ways to do different things. And that's what great leaders do is they get the job done. Um, and I totally agree with both of your definitions are awesome. Um, but they, the leaders get together, they listen, and then they, they implement together. So it's all about being, you know, together. So cool. So cool guys. Um, so, you know, rising stars, there's a number of leadership programs out there uh, for young leaders, for every leader, for whatever, what really sets apart your program from, you know, those other things? You know, great question, Nick, you know, to your point, there are a lot of wonderful YP programs, especially in our Western New York community, but, you know, Kelly, I'll let you touch upon this, but rising stars really is going back to what I kind of said earlier is we create this network and this opportunity for young professionals to either build or enhance their volunteer leadership journey. And throughout that process, you know, they're growing both personally and professionally. Um, they're expanding their network and they're making a difference, right? Like we look at them after the program is really being ambassadors for our mission and our values of the organization. And we have, you know, this newfound champion and, you know, a lot of these young professionals that are part of the program. Um, and I think, you know, just given, you know, the current nature that we're living in with the pandemic, you know, more specifically, but even moving forward, I think that, you know, a lot of young professionals are looking to wrap their arms around something and to be a part of something bigger. And, you know, being part of the Rising Stars program really allows you to do that. Yes, you're making an impact on the local, local level, but you're part of helping us get one step closer to a cure and really moving the needle in medicine. And so there's so many both personal and professional um, benefits to being part of Rising Stars. And, you know, Kelly, I know that you can really share about your own personal experience with the program too, but I'd love for you to kind of um, jump in and share what you think as well. Yeah, you know, Lauren, I totally agree with you as always. I feel like, you know, it's funny that Lauren and I are your first duo on a podcast because we always like bounce back and forth and we can almost finish each other's sentences, I think at this point. Um, but I really think what's so interesting about Rising Stars is that, a lot of the folks that we work with are looking for that professional development. And, you know, like Lauren said as well, the volunteer leadership skills, but what you don't realize that you get out of, out of it is that you become an advocate, right? Like there's this advocacy that's a part of it. And personally for me in 2019, 
And I, I do share that. I've shared this with Lauren in the past. I was really excited to give back. I was really excited to go to the different events that Rising Stars had and work on my professional development and build this network. But it's so crazy how there was this fire that was really set inside of me after that. Like, you know, when you go to these events and you see all like the, the impact that you have, mm. to me, that's what sets Rising Stars apart is that you are, it's like this, you're organically created into this advocate for the program. And you don't want to just stop when the program's done. We hear so often that our rising stars say, no, we're, we're not done yet. We want to keep going. And they become like these lifelong advocates for the foundation. And that's what's so genuine, I think, about the program. And that's what sets us apart. It's You make this internal commitment to saying, no, this is a role that I play moving forward. It's not just a one-time thing. So I, I loved that about the 2019 class. And hey, it's almost 2021 and I'm still here. So <laughs> you're still doing it. You're practicing what you preach, which is great. <laughs> Yeah. Um, you talk to Lauren. That's the problem. Don't talk to Lauren. <laughs> right? or, you know, if Lauren ever goes to a different organization and I don't want her to do that. I know CS, CFF wouldn't want ever that I have that to happen. You might go with her. So, but I, I can see that the, the dynamic duo here um, both have this positive energy and, and a great love for what you're doing. And I think that's super, super important. Um, so both good leader, great leaders, and um, you're leading into the next next class so you know we talked a little bit about like highlights from the program but what are you like most proud of um you know you just had an anniversary we're talking about a couple of those things is there anything that you really want to say hey this is this is amazing what we did here yeah you know lots of great milestones that we're both incredibly proud of throughout you know the past couple of years specifically with the 2020 class they really rose to the challenge and they were like, we're going to make a difference no matter what. And I think that that spoke volumes to just the leaders that we had in the program. Um, and, you know, we're so fortunate of all of their efforts. But I really think too, you know, one of the things that is really exciting to me thinking about, you know, the past three years of the program and even moving forward is just this sense of community that we've created. And I know Kelly has really touched upon that, but, you know, I really think that that's what makes us unique. You know, we create this sense of community where people want to continue to make a difference. And, you know, we're building these relationships with the, these young professionals too, right? And a lot of times you'll hear me talk about like relationship building is key and it's all about relationship versus revenue, which I firmly believe in. And that's something that's been really successful in you know, my career as a fundraiser and just kind of evolving this program is we're building relationships with these young professionals and their organizations. And it's been remarkable to see, you know, year after year, these sustaining relationships with companies that are, are sending their young professionals forward to be part of this program. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's as much as a benefit to the young professionals as the organizations involved as well, because it's allowing those organizations to kind of you know, engage their young professionals in a different way. Um, so I'm really proud of the community that we've created and I'm really excited to continue to, you know, build upon that moving forward. I always joke that, um, you know, I can't wait for Rising Stars to be a household name. And I think we're getting there <laughs> um, just because of the awareness that we've really have created and just, you know, we've done a great job of you know, really educating our alumni to be ambassadors for us and really have stepped up the ante with marketing efforts to really, again, you know, 
create this overarching image and brand of rising stars. So I'm really excited to continue to build upon um, the community. Kelly, I'd love for you to share too what you're excited about. So Lauren, it's interesting that you said that you, you know, you have these hopes of the household name for rising stars. I think we're there. And I think that's what has made me so proud. And I guess this is really from my lens in that, you know, last year when I, you know, graduated from the 2019 class and stepped into the committee role, I had several individuals contact me without me contacting them first saying, hey, you were a part of the Rising Stars program for Western New York CFF. Can you talk to me about how I can get involved? And that's when I'm like, holy cow, this is really becoming this strong network of community members, right? And and that's what Western New York's about. I think what's so cool about this program is that it really also embodies Western New York and, you know, our giving back nature. I I loved that element, but I really think it has become a household name. And also, I'm just so proud of the collaboration, right? And I think not only within our own network, but like Lauren said, with our community. Um, But what I love about the network of, you know, rising stars, you know, past and present is that I feel like I can call any one of them for anything personally or professionally and let's say, let's just talk this out. You know, I need some advice or I'm looking to do this. I, I have this creative idea. How can I bounce this off of you? Mm-hmm. And it's so great because we all know that we have this common passion for, you know, finding the cure for CF, but out of that common passion, we've created like these really long, you know, bonds that can't be broken. And it's so cool because you know, Lauren told me that that was going to happen when I first, you know, when she first was starting to introduce me to the program. And I was like, all right, that would be really cool. It's completely exceeded my expectations. So I think this community is so strong and we do have that name now because people are recognizing the young professionals that are giving their time to rising stars. And Mm -hmm. they're, they're saying, Hey, wait, what about, you know, what can I do now? Um, And that's, what's so great about what we're seeing moving forward. And I can't wait to see what next year brings. It's going to be awesome. That's awesome. The 2021 is going to be a great year. And, you know, Kelly, to kind of touch upon what you shared about, you know, we are stronger together. One of our core values of our organization is we are stronger together. And, you know, going back to my point about community, the community that we're creating, it's also that collaboration, you know, and being able to, you know, continue to collaborate with, you know, different community partners like our young professionals, but also thinking about, you know, we have an awesome program in Rochester called Rochester's Finest. You know, it's a sister program to Rising Stars, and it's been remarkable to be able to kind of integrate our programs a little bit more um, and kind of create that exposure for our young professionals in both markets. And that's something I'm really excited about, too, for 2021 is continuing to elevate that experience for, you know, both groups of young professionals and allow that sense of community and collaboration to really shine through, too. It's awesome. It's awesome. And, and Lauren, you struck a chord with me. You used the word alumni, which is, um, you know, Kelly might not know this, but that's like my, my bread and butter and my, my background. Um, what I love about CFF and, and what I know uh, and what I've learned from you, you both, is that um, you guys get it. There are fundraisers that don't quite get the whole community thing. And, you know, the time, talent, treasure just doesn't come from, you know, an ask. And I think it's very important that you create that community and that you have alumni for your programs because they're gonna be the ones to bring in other people uh, to the cause. And um, the, the programs that get that are so much more um, benefit from, you know, increased gift size, increased support, 
um, you know, and increased time uh, that is shared. So um, I love that about the program. And I think that you guys are doing a great thing building this community up and, and you definitely hear about it so much more. I've heard it from uh, other people too. So that that's awesome. I think you're both right. It is expanding. Um, so the pandemic, you know, we talked a little bit about this. It caused, uh, it caused a lot of different changes and, you know, challenges. Um, what were some of the things that you had to overcome and, and, and you know, how, you, how did you do it? You know, from an organizational standpoint, Nick, as you can imagine, being a fundraiser, like, you know, the pandemic, it's like, oh, my goodness, like, how do we, how do we move forward from here? Um, you know, and overarchingly, we had to restructure our fundraising strategy as an organization. And, you know, one of the things that I'm most proud of, of our, you know, our local chapter and, you know, even the Rising Stars program, too, is that we really focused on that relationship building component and, you know, you know, thinking about the Western New York chapter as a whole, like checking in with our families, right? And how are you doing? You know, really creating that, developing that relationship a little bit further, stewarding them in that sense, and really kind of checking in and using this unique time to do that. Um, and even with Rising Stars too, our, our main focus this year was in 2020 was engagement. Like how do we engage some really top young professionals um, in the program. And then, you know, the hope is that those relationships further develop and turn into maybe fundraising dollars down the line. Um, so that was kind of our mindset, you know, going into this unique year with the pandemic and, you know, happy to report that from an organizational standpoint, you know, we set a goal for ourselves in 2020. It was 65 years of the foundation, a huge milestone. Um, and despite everything, we still were able to achieve our $65 million goal, which is absolutely incredible. Um, and I think that's largely due to those relationships that we built, you know, relationship over revenue. I really, really truly right. believe in that. And I think that that, you know, building that relationship, having that strong foundation helps, you know, multiply and continue, you know, those donations too. So mm -hmm. that would kind of be I would say our win from the pandemic in some ways, it allowed us to kind of rechannel and restructure. And I think it was a positive on all fronts. Right. I think knowing how to steward your, your people is very important. And you guys definitely, again, get it. Um, you know, not, not to talk about me, but one of my mentors um, in fundraising was a relationship manager, you know, first. And, you know, relationship over revenue is very important, but also how you respond to those person's needs. So, I mean, he brought in the largest gift ever to the organization and um, everybody wanted to give the guy an award and he knew the guy. He's like, he's got a room full of awards that are in a pile. He gave this gentleman uh, a, a peck of apples and you go, why would you give a millionaire a peck of apples? Well, during the summer, he worked at an apple orchard in, in Cortland and he had fond memories of, you know, picking apples and making things out of them. So we sent him that and the guy made pies and tarts. It really hit him home, you know? And that's what I, I think is really important about the work that you do is, and, and that you both find a way to acknowledge the needs of the person that's in the program, mm -hmm. which helps you get more um, positivity and, and more action out of that person and, and more leadership. Right. Um, so Kelly, I know you were probably going to throw, throw in your two cents about that, that question too. Um, I didn't want to, I kind of stepped on no, you again. <laughs> I love that. I got chills hearing that. That yeah. was super cool. And, you know, I think 
at the end of the day, it's a foundation of trust, right? And, and I think that we have such a trusting community. And when, you know, Lauren talks about relationship over revenue, it's because we've built trusting relationships both internally and externally. And, you know, again, I think they've, they've bought into, you know, that trust. And by doing that, I think trust will allow relationships right. to really catapult forward. And it's so, so important. So just really honored, I think, to be a part of that journey and to see it really, you know, shine even in a year where, you know, there may not be a lot of shining moments, but the Rising Stars program, not to have a pun for stars, really <laughs> were shining. And it was so beautiful, I think, to see that. And I think it's because there was a lot of trust in the foundation, a lot of trust in the program, but also each other. And you know, we really tried to create, you know, a network, um, especially on, you know, LinkedIn and things like that for our rising stars this year to kind of bounce ideas off of each other and share what the cool things that they're doing. That's trust right there too. And I think that is really what made the year successful. Awesome. No, I totally agree, Kelly. And, you know, one thing I'll kind of add to when you think about 2020 and rising stars and how, you know, we came off this banner year in 2019, we were like ready to go. We were running towards the start. Right. <laughs> and then the pandemic came and it was like a screeching halt. We were like, okay, well, what does this mean? Like, what are we going to do? And, you know, some of those earlier conversations we talked about, like, there is no option. Like we're going to continue to move forward with this in a safe way. Um, how can we really take this campaign and move it 100% virtual? And um, that's what we did. And I'm really proud of our committee and just their, you know, innovation and creativity. And how do we think outside the box? How do we continue to set ourselves apart from all of these other young professional organizations, even in the virtual space, right? Like, right. you're kind of were tasked with two challenges or mm -hmm. opportunities, I should say. Um, and so, I think that was a huge win for us. And I think if anything, it really taught us that if needed, we can perform this program in the virtual space. And I think we've got a lot of great learnings that will kind of carry through moving forward when we continue to, to host this program that will, you know, in a perfect world, incorporate both in-person and virtual. Right. Um, so that was definitely, you know, a win for sure when we think about, you know, the program as a whole and what, you know, those learnings were. Mm -hmm. I yeah, I think that's what the world is also trying to figure out now is like, you know, um, when things do go back to like the new normal, um, you know, what is that space going to look like? You know, are we going to, what is that blend going to look like? And, you know, relationships over, I mean, you know, relationships over revenue, also relationships build the revenue. Right. And what I like about this program and what you both do is you sort of leave no stone unturned because relationships lead to other relationships, kind of going back to what Kelly said, that people are coming out to her now and saying, how do I get involved? Right. It, that stone wouldn't have been turned over had had Kelly not gone through the, the experience herself. So I think that that's like, you know, that's key. Um, and that's what's going to kind of, you know, pave the way um, for the future for, for this program is you're going to find that blend because your relationships and your community is going to kind of sort of lead you to that and dictate that process. So you know, speaking of no stone unturned and people coming to you and organizations, um, I'm sure there's a lot of important partners and um, that support the program. Like, who are some of those really important partners and how are they helping you? Great question, Nick. We have a ton of incredible 
you know, community organizations that really support us year after year, you know, two that really come to mind are Julia and Macy's. They've been huge supporters of the program. Um, and, you know, we have a lot of reoccurring companies that come back every year and provide young professionals to our program, Independent Health, KeyBank, uh, you know, just to name a few. So really excited to continue to build upon that community piece for sure in 2021. And really, you know, the new organizations that we had involved in 2020, retain them. You know, that's always a goal for us. So, you know, really proud of the relationships that we've built in the community. And without their support, we would just not be where we are today, right? Mm -hmm. I think that's really true to say. So, you know, we appreciate their support because it allows us to continue to the great work that we're ultimately doing. Awesome. Awesome. Um Maybe Kelly, you know, what is the greatest like benefit for a person like yourself to be a part of an organization like Rising Stars? Yeah, so I was thinking about this and I know that we've touched on volunteer leadership, which I, I really encourage a lot of people who are looking to maybe grow their career as a young professional, you know, what should I do? And a lot of times, you know, the focus is on, you know, what webinar should I attend or, you know, what should I be doing? I will always say, try to find a way to volunteer and give back to your community and Rising Stars, obviously, I think is an excellent way to do that because not only are you seeing that, but mm -hmm. it's, again, like I said, this network that you have. Um, my 2019 class, I know Lauren talked about the 2019 class a couple of times. Yep. It was the energy that we had from being in the same room with each other, because this was, you know, pre-pandemic, was incredible. And I think I would encourage anyone to go through and have a class of people that you are going through this incredible change with, because not only are you learning about helping others, not only are you learning about how you can give back, you learn a lot about yourself throughout the program too. And it helps you realign your goals into saying, how can I continue to do this as a leader moving forward? And I think that's one of the best benefits um, that you can get from Rising Stars, but also, you know, not only the, the volunteer aspect of it, it's also the professional development, which is also really, really key and a, a big, I think, attraction for people who want to be a part of the program. You know, we do these excellent, excellent events where not only are you, you know, networking with others, you are learning from other leaders in the community about, you know, how they have excelled in their career. You are able to, you know, hear from CF doctors that are really, you know, making a difference and talking with and working with CF fighters every day. I personally think it's those opportunities that the Rising Stars program creates that is the best part about being, you know, you're, there's never a dull moment. Every single event, there's something different for you to learn. And again, you learn, but you're also really learning about yourself throughout the program. And I think that I will always be thankful for the 2019 year and how it's really, again, kept me a part of this and it's, I will be a part of this for a while. Awesome, awesome. Anything to add, Lauren? I was gonna say, you know, I totally hit the nail on the head, Kelly. Um, one thing I would add too is we really pride ourselves in creating a diverse group of young professionals to be part of this program, right? So you think about industries, occupations, background, et cetera. Um, and I think that's really what has allowed our young professionals to get the most out of the experience as well, because they're learning a little bit of something from each other through the experience. Um, and in turn, that's allowing them to really expand upon their network and their reach, but also we're, you know, being able to tap into those talents and use them moving forward too. So I would really just share that too. That's something that I think is really special to the program is that we do have such a diverse group year after year. 
Awesome. Awesome. So we're hooked. How do we get involved? <laughs> we How do we sign it. up? <laughs> <laughs> right now, I would say the best way to, you know, really learn more about the program and, and to potentially get involved is to reach out to me directly via email. So lorlowski at cff.org. And also to, you know, find us on LinkedIn, you know, Cystic Fibrosis Foundation, Western New York chapter, um, you know, especially as we're entering 2021 here, we'll be posting a ton about the Rising Stars program and ways to ultimately, you know, put your name in the hat, maybe a self-nomination, or maybe you're an employer and looking to potentially nominate one of your employees for the program, or you're an alumni of the program and want to bring a candidate forward. So there's lots of different avenues from, you know, a nomination standpoint as well. Cool. Cool. I love it. Um, so definitely we'll put that all in the show notes too, ways to get in touch with um, CFF and Lauren Orlowski. So you can look in there. Um, what is currently the greatest area of need for your program for Rising Stars? You know, I really stand true to our thought of continuing to create a space for new, um, motivated, inspiring young professionals to be part of our organization. So I really think that that's always the need is how can we continue to incorporate wonderful volunteers into our organization, not just with Rising Stars, but you think about all the other initiatives and campaigns that we host in the Western New York chapter and Rochester area as well. Like we're always looking for new ideas and, and leaders who really want to champion with us. So volunteers would be my answer for that. <laughs> volunteers. Yeah, definitely need the people to drive the train, right? Absolutely. Um, like Rising Stars, five years from now, um, you know, where do you, where do you want to be? You know, how do you want to grow the over, overall organization and the, and the influence? I'll, I'll answer this, Kelly, and then you definitely can jump in from your perspective, of course. But, you know, one of the things that I think about is continuing to expand upon our footprint in the Western New York area, right? Like we've done a tremendous job in the past three years of really creating this um, community for young leaders to be a part of, um, increasing our awareness and really educating, you know, our community about what the Rising Stars program is and what cystic fibrosis is as well. And that's something I'm really proud of, but I would think is, you know, five years, I would love to see our program to have more legs than it does now. Like we're increasing that footprint um, from an organizational standpoint, but Kelly, I'll, I'll let you kind of tap into that as well. Yeah, I agree with what you said, Lauren, especially with the footprint in Western New York and Really, I think being a, a strong pillar in the Western New York community from a young professional standpoint, I think that's why we keep getting individuals so excited to join because we are really, we have that strong name now, which I'm so proud of. Um, but I think also too, you know, when I was in it in 2019, you know, it was, I think it was the week of our final event and it was announced that Trikafta was approved. I, in five years, I can't wait for the next announcement of the next Trikafta. I can't wait for the cure. And mm -hmm. I think it's, again, so cool to see how there's so much excitement around, you know, raising funds and spreading awareness about CF that I think we're, it's going to be accelerated. I think we're going to get there. And I, I truly believe that we have the right passionate folks to help us get there. So that's, that's my hope for the next five years. Oh my gosh, I totally yeah. agree with you, Kelly. Excited for what that day will look like um, when we we do have a cure for all people with cystic fibrosis. And, you know, hearing you say that makes me think about one point too that I kind of want to share with everybody is that 
you know, our organization, I always say we're a small one, but we're a mighty one. And we could not get to where we are with finding, you know, a highly accelerated drug therapy known as Trikafta for 90% of our CF um, population if it wasn't for all of our community leaders that helped us get to that point. Specifically because there is no federal funding um, for the CF Foundation. So we really rely heavily on our young professionals, um, our grassroots fundraising events, um, you know, the companies and organizations that want to sponsor our events to really help us really drive our needle forward with getting one step closer to a cure. Um, so really just kind of wanted to share that as well, because, you know, that's ultimately something that's going to help us as we continue to get one step closer to a cure and, you know, paint that picture for the next five years too. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. And, and I know that like, there's other opportunities to get involved, um, you know, where you, you can get, you know, time, talent and treasure from. And, and one of the things that, that I even had that, you know, the opportunity to do, which I thought was great was just lead a presentation um, and talk about co-branding and try to help with educating the leaders. And I learned so much from the people that were at that, Absolutely. at that event. What are some other things that organizations that you, you were mentioning um, can do to kind of help support that um, and support CFF and Rising Stars? Yeah, no, I definitely go back to my thought of, you know, volunteers and needing all the support that we can get to continue to move forward. Um, and so I would say if you're, you know, an interested volunteer or an interested organization that ultimately wants to join forces with us, collaborate and continue to move our mission forward while we can potentially, you know, serve the needs of your organization, whether it's providing, you know, some type of employee engagement activity with volunteering or just getting employees involved in what your employees involved in what we're doing, definitely reach out to me directly. I would love to have those conversations and to be able to find some really great ways that we can kind of kind of align and work together too. Right. Right. Again, it's about the community. It's about the partnerships, working together yes. to find a cure, but also help each other in the process. Love what you're doing. Um, is there anything that I didn't ask you guys that you just are dying to share about Rising Stars or uh, about your experience? You know, I'd love to give you an opportunity to kind of pick up stuff that maybe I missed. <laughs> I would say we kind of touched upon everything, Kelly. Would you agree? I would agree. You know, I think the only other thing I'd want to convey is we have a lot of fun. You know, we have a lot of fun together. And you know, while what we're doing is so critical and it's really fulfilling a need in our community, we have a lot of fun doing it. And I have not smiled so much or laughed so much as with this group of individuals. And I think that is what just keeps me coming back. So if anyone's listening to this and interested in, you know, becoming a rising star, know that we have a ton of fun. We learn and we have fun while doing it. <laughs> that sounds terrific. I love it. Yeah. So I love what you and, and Lauren and Kelly, I love what you're doing. Um, thank you so much for being on the show uh, and for telling us more about CFF, Rising Stars and the terrific work that you are both doing. I wish you the best of luck next year. And if there's anything that I can do to help, you, you know, I'm in your corner. Um, so thank you so much. And um, I, I can't wait to see what goes, what happens in five years. I know you're going to get to your goal. I think it's going to be great. Thank you awesome. so much, Nick. This was a pleasure. And we were so, of course, delighted and excited to, to share with you more about the foundation and the Rising Stars program. So thank you. Thank you. Yeah.
thank you for giving us this platform. We are super pumped and we can't wait to work with you again moving forward, hopefully. Thank you for joining us in another episode of That Sounds Terrific. Don't forget to check out the show notes and our website at thatsoundsterrific.com to find the contact information and the best ways to volunteer with the organizations that we feature. If you know someone that is doing terrific things and think they should be featured in a future episode, be sure to email us their name, contact info, and short description of what they're doing at thatsoundsterrific at gmail.com. If you like our show, give us a five-star rating and give us some social media love by liking our Facebook page, That Sounds Terrific. Follow us on Twitter at Sounds Terrific 2 and Instagram at Sounds Terrific. We love hearing your feedback on how to make our show sound even more terrific. Till next time.